Move, Go, Walk, and Flow. This podcast, Special Needs in Motion, is dedicated to helping individuals learn to move and function at their best. Listen along to learn a little, laugh a little, and be inspired. Please like and share so others can have access and join our community. Well, let's go. I'm your host, Ilana, a physical therapist, product developer, mom, wife, author, blogger, and known to many as the idea therapist. I love a great discussion, connecting and coaching the families with whom I work, and it is a pleasure to be your host. Just a quick note, if you would like to sponsor an episode, please reach out to me, Ilana, I-L-A-N-A, at theideatherapist.com, or check the show notes. And any information shared on this podcast should not be taken as direct advice, and you should consult your local therapist, professional, or doctor before trying anything suggested in this podcast. Hi, everybody. This is Ilana, the host of Special Needs in Motion, and I'm really excited this evening to be here with Alex Lopiccolo. Did I say that right? Yes. Okay, awesome. Alex is going to introduce himself, but I'm going to give just a little introduction. He is a CODA, and he is also the owner of SensoryDigest.com, and better known as the King of Swings, and a Sensory Gym designer. So I think I got all your accolades there, and I am just so thrilled because I love swings, and as a physical therapist, I actually use swings in people's homes, and I help them set up some small versions of swings, mm-hmm. and as a kid, I loved swings, and I just love the benefit of swings. I think a lot of OTs are more familiar, but PTs and a lot of parents are not, so I hope that this podcast will um, not just alleviate fears, but also really excite people, the benefit of bringing swings you know, into different environments. So tell us a little bit of how you got from being um, a CODA to the King of Swings. Um, I, uh, I started off in Denver and the, uh, it was an old historic mansion turned into a sensory uh, pediatric OT center that also had speech therapy, music therapy. So I was doing a lot of co-treats, uh, no PT, that would always be an added benefit for sure. And uh, energy work, art therapy. The really cool thing I liked about it was the owner was really free-spirited, holistic type approach for SIOT. And she had a suspension structure in one of the rooms, a Southpaw one, and it was custom made for that room. So it was really cool to be able to use the Southpaw swings, but also use some of the swings that are uh, homemade from back in the 80s and early 90s and kind of see like how other therapists have manipulated suspension equipment. And I wanted to step it up a notch to see like, why not, why aren't we using the walls as much for a sus- suspension or anchor points? Also, why always use static versus bungee and uh, using Lycra in different ways? So it made my first uh, YouTube sensory integration therapy video. It was like an educational video. It went, it got some recognition in the pediatric OT community on Facebook and YouTube. And uh, I think it got like 150,000 views. That's, Whoa. 
So that, that was a lot for me. So I just kept creating videos of like, okay, here's part two, here's part three, here's other. I wanted to start playing with other different types of products. So I contacted Sensamard and Southpaw and Eileen Richter and all these uh, fun and function, all different types of uh, sensory equipment companies. And they started sending me equipment and I would do reviews and like uh, videos all over Facebook and YouTube. And then uh, from there, I just kept uh, exploring different avenues of swings. Ended up moving out to Washington State. And that's where I kind of really got into uh, using swings for therapy. So I started teaching the King of Swings workshop uh, four years ago. And we've been going strong. Uh, well, we as in me, <laughs> Sensory Digest uh, is going strong with uh, teaching workshops about 25 days of hands-on sensory motor teaching a year. Yeah, I've seen a few of your video clips and they're really amazing. So if anybody listening out there wants to Google you and, and look them up, it just really opens your mind to like the possibilities, just the visual, you know, being able to see the videos and, and obviously if you can get to workshop even better. But when I look at it, I'm like, oh my gosh, like you can do more than just like a two point <laughs> suspension swing. I actually used to work with a fun and function for a few years you know, I became quite familiar. I actually helped develop some of their swings. When I saw yours, it was just like, woo, you know, it's like much more expansive and the possibilities. Tell us like what kind of kids, like what sort of children are benefiting from the swings? Uh, I see a lot of children, you could say with sensory processing disorder, either modulation, so self-regulation disorder, um, usually high, high arousal or high alert state. Um, very impulsive when then you have a lack of body awareness. And then I also see children that are low arousal, which is really lethargic, doesn't want to move. But as soon as you get them on a swing, they start feeling their rhythm and body in space. And then they get to that just right alert state so they can focus on their academics or decrease their negative behaviors because they were so impulsive and did not think before they uh, moved. And also I see uh, kids... Uh, they go they go hand in hand with regulation as postural disorders. Uh, and the thing is, like whenever I do these kind of things, it's like I teach in my workshops, I teach pediatric OT, PT, and speech therapists how to use the suspension and also how to participate and engage in it. So you get the therapist gets therapeutic benefit and be able to understand how a child may interpret the sensory input. Do you suggest a therapist or like to be able to bring portable swings like bringing them into houses or is anything along those lines yeah so for home i like to use um doorway pull-up bars that are actually uh like a tension rod one uh that can't fall off the top of a door frame Mm -hmm. and uh hooking gymnastic rings or lycra off of it uh, all different things you can use. Um, but gymnastic rings are my big thing I've been using um, in doorway pull-up bars. So. Yeah. Now, I've suggested to some parents to use like two um, eye hooks to put up in their doorway, and then they can mm-hmm. hang things from that. Is that a viable option? Uh, I would I would always stay cautioned to that just because some people get like the, the cheaper eye bolts or eye hooks. Mm-hmm. And um, 
then you have the possibility of they don't screw it in all the way. They just do uh -huh. it halfway. And then usually, uh, you know, the doorway, at least we know that the, the tension bars for the doorway can hold an adult easily. You know, a 200 pound guy can yeah. start doing pull-ups on there. We're not exactly sure if the, the framing was done correctly. And so I always go with a doorway pull-up bar. And also you can use doorways also for Lycra. So I use Lycra for deep pressure therapy for full body tactile stimulation and uh, to, to feel where your body's at in space. Also that deep pressure helps calm and organize the nervous system. Uh, I like to kind of think of it as like a weighted blanket in space, but mm -hmm. you're sinking into it versus on top of you. Okay. Okay. That's awesome. Talk a little bit about, if you can, kids that um, have like really high tone. Do you ever work with kids with cerebral palsy or kids that are not necessarily sure. on the uh, I, I do time to time. Oh, I've been pretty much, you could say, treating. I've been treating officially for 11 years as a CODA. But I've um, I kind of been working with special needs population since I was probably 19. Mm -hmm. uh, right out of high school, I was, I went to certified, I became a certified personal trainer through the National Personal Training Institute. And then I also became a nutrition consultant. So I was working with a CP patient that um, had more hypertonia and she has some spasticity, spastic, yeah, spasticity in uh, more of the lower extremities. But I saw her uh, three days a week. And I also saw another uh, adult with CP, but yes. And for children wise, I'll probably see them like very rarely, but um, definitely be more open to it. I've, what I've done for that as a treatment modality is just a uh, elongation of the muscles, trying to even do some inversion with them. So. Oh, that's interesting. So mm -hmm. like using inversions and more like using the swing to stretch Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, also, also acro yoga. What is that? Acrobatic yoga. It's like usually done with a partner. Mm -hmm. You can uh, manipulate someone's body by changing their their body position, like back bends, by using your body to. It's almost like an NDT of yoga. Okay. Cool. So, That's like, I like using like a really hard platform swing because then I can mm -hmm. work on like a lot of core stability and things. But a lot of your swings are like lycra and soft and stretchy like more heavy work mm -hmm. uh, i i definitely use um all different types of platforms i also use soft play materials so i will yeah manipulate their body over the top of swings even on swings depends on the child but lots of weight bearing lots of core work prone uh, extension supine flexion lots of crawling and primitive and primal type movements with them too Okay, cool. And then why, what would you say to, let's say, parents and therapists just to say, like, why? Obviously, you think swings are pretty crucial. <laughs> so sure. a lot of people, it's not even in their mindset, you know, to have a swing in their home or in, in their clinic. How would you explain that? All swings are not made equal. <laughs> if your child is has a hard time with their attention focus, um, it's because they're their heartbeat or you could say their circadian rhythms are off and they don't have really smooth 
regulated rhythmic movement in their life and by slowing down their nervous system will it can help with um, their overall being able to focus on their fine motor work also if you're able to stay if you can work on core strengthening uh, or core stability it can help with the child's upright posture and also working on that head and neck control that can help with their academic reading and writing because a lot of childs their neck is not stable yeah. so they have a hard time tracking across the page i also use for the swings for visual vestibular processing a lot of children when they change their head position their eyes are not being able to focus on point so i do a lot of eye hand coordination while moving in space Hi, I'm Carmel, and I hope you're enjoying my mom's podcast. Check out my new song, Let Me Out, on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, or anywhere else you listen to your music. You can even ask Alexa to play it. You mentioned using walls and and not just ceilings, but like using the walls. Like, Can you explain that a little bit, like some ideas for... Sure. What I recommend is always using a contractor whenever installing something for liability and for safety. Uh, I I like to use the walls as for like using eye bolts or really strong cabinet door handles or different types of D-rings that are made for industrial use. And from there, I might um, use bungee or lycra off the wall. Um, for example, I get lycra and I tie a knot on a metal ring and then I'll use a carabiner clip to clip onto the eye bolt and I'll go wall to wall with it. So it'd be a lycra canoe. So it's basically like you're sitting on the floor inside lycra while getting deep pressure and it takes out the visual component. So children are be able to that are visually overloaded, they will be able to calm their nervous system a lot easier because the vision is occluded and you're more focusing on orienting to your sensory systems. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. What about using the swings? Do you ever like create like an obstacle course, like either from the ceiling or? Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. I will go with, uh, you know, those monkey ninja lines that come off yeah. um, between two trees. Uh-huh. I'll do that in people's homes now. and. Um, so you can use it as a swing. Mm-hmm. You can hang from it like a swing. Um, so you could hang up various types of swings. Also, different types of ninja holds or monkey rings. But yeah, using that because you're suspending off the horizontal, off the walls versus off the ceiling. So My last podcast I did was mm-hmm. with Mara Gordon. She's a physical therapist. And we talked about um, Quavis Medic exercises, which mm-hmm. is really um, a form of therapy where the postural responses are highly stimulated. So as opposed to just working with kids on a solid surface, you get them up on things that are moving and rolling and you bring your support down. So now they're having to work twice as hard. I would think there's some of that, a lot of that going on on with swings. Like normally I might look at a child and go, oh, they can't, because a lot of times parents will say to me, oh, they can't get on a swing, you know, and I'm like, oh no, they can. and I would think that that the postural responses, the balance and all that is just so much more stimulated and once they're using your equipment. 
For sure. It's uh it's really it's a lot more motivating having a child have the opportunity to move on a swing versus telling them they have to do animal walks. So having it available for before school and after school, also at nighttime. So I say two to three times a day, try to get in some rhythmic movement, obstacle course work in with your suspension. But it's very, very powerful. It's basically you're working with your child or just playing with your child as an inner space astronaut. We know that outer space is so powerful, right? Inner space is just as powerful. So we're doing very, very uh, progressive and uh, ahead of our times, I think, with uh, suspension. So we're going at a very fast rate, I would say in the last 10 years. We're using it more and more. Yeah, I mean, I think it's like trailblazing. And and like I said, when I was a kid, I would run out to recess to get on the swing. We would wait in line. Like they give each kid like three minutes on the swing. And I just intuitively knew I needed to swing. So just this idea of, you know, that movement, like as a kid, I knew that I needed it. And but now, you know, schools, they don't have swing sets because of liability and all this. So it's more important, even more important than we get them inside in the homes. I was just talking to another, to a parent about their home 24 seven now with their kids. And sometimes they can't go outside weather wise or whatever, or maybe they don't even have a swing available to them outside. They don't want to go to the community park because we don't be touching anything. Mm -hmm. So, you know, right now I think in home swings are, are important. Absolutely. I'm uh, I, I just figured out something today that's gonna i would say revolutionize home sensory gym so hopefully we'll get it out to the market soon okay good what other environments other than homes let's say schools would you um set these up uh rec centers jcc also depends on the child uh daycares because you can do things that are such as lycra that's more on the floor that's not moving in space and is super beneficial. You mentioned about safety, having someone, you know, who knows what they're doing, obviously set the swings up if you're, you know, but anything else with safety, like matting, things like that? that Sure. Um, Number one, after it's all installed uh, with your contractor, I I recommend just maintenance of the equipment, checking stuff before actually using it. So, checking all the hardware on a daily to weekly basis. I mean, um, just seeing the wear and tear on stuff, you know, for people that are doing a lot of rotary and orbiting, make sure you have a rotational device on it. Make sure you have uh, at least two inch safety mats under all your equipment and around the perimeter. Uh, Also just if children are using suspension, monitor it for sure. Because adult supervision, I think, is really recommended because of, uh, say, a five-year-old swinging and then their two-year-old little baby brother tries to crawl in front of them. So. Yeah. You know, I had that once where I uh, put up a swing in a doorway and then I was talking to the mom and the sibling got on, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> so, like, a lot of times I, I tell parents, I take it down when it's not being used obviously if it's in a whole gym or room you can't do that but it does need to be monitored anything else that you want to mention besides uh 
besides the homes I do, I'll, I'll design a therapy clinic from the ground up. So if a therapist says, hey, um, I want to open up a therapy clinic or I just leased a pl- place, I'm like, okay, well, you can send me blueprints of the space and we can see what we can possibly do. So I'll do designs online of homes and therapy clinics. And then um, I do the equipment consultation. And from there, sometimes I'll fly out to there and teach, uh, teach a workshop of how to use all the equipment and how to treat children inside of it. Also, um, I just do trainings online to webinars. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so tell everyone where they can find you. So, uh, uh, Instagram and Facebook, Sensory Digest. Uh, I'm also on LinkedIn, uh, Alexander Lopiccolo. If you go to sensorydigest.com and click on the social media links, you can find me there or send me a message if you have any questions. Okay, and or Google the King of Swings. Ha- hashtag King of Swings. Hashtag King of Swings. Well, thank you so much. And All right. Thank, thank you, Ilana. You're so welcome. I appreciate your time and stay healthy and safe. Thank you for listening and sharing. I really appreciate your helping me spread tips that might be of help to someone you know. And remember that why is not near as important as what and how. Have a special day.